This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. One more guy I want to bring up and look, it's the day before February 1st, so there's plenty of time to talk about free agents and draft picks and what this team is going to do. I hope it's a very active offseason when we finally get there in the spring. But Joe Mixon, he, this team normally doesn't do the restructure of the contracts. Joe has said plenty of times, I feel like even over the last few weeks, that he wants to be in Cincinnati and obviously likes what they're doing here. If you're Joe Mixon and do you think this front office will kind of change their ways when it comes to restructuring a contract? And if you're Joe Mixon, what's a fair number to restructure it to? Would it have to be an extension? Does it only have like one more year? Yeah, but I want to say this one's heavy. I want to say this year's this is a little heavier this year. And if you look at the production side, Joe was their number one. But you have Samaj P. Ryan. He wasn't in the Chiefs game because they fell behind. I think that's the big deal. Um, So 2024 is the last year of his deal. It looks like it's basically a club option. So maybe you could spread the cap hit i don't know it is a 12 million dollar 12.7 million dollar cap hit um this season with only 5.5 dead cap if they cut him and then next year it's more like 13 and 2 so i think i think they're gonna try to keep him around but i honestly don't i haven't read the tea leaves on this that well i don't know like I, I don't have that good of a feel for it like my gut says this team usually likes to keep players like mixing around he was their number one running back the entire season the only reason he didn't play more snaps in the championship game is because they fell behind early and he's not good in pass protection so they just go to smaji p ryan who's very good in pass protection who smaji p ryan also a free agent we'll see yes. about that i have no idea i don't know what his market would be though like I feel like you could just get him back for cheap if you want. Um, Mixon, though, I think he has a market. <laughs> I always think back to when Bill Belichick said he's the best running back in the league. And I keep thinking, like, this is going to be another bangle that goes to the Patriots after. <laughs> uh, just like Corey Dillon, we're in 28. So I think of that. I think he has a market just because of who he was. He was ranked as a top five running back in the front office coaches ESPN poll in this offseason. He didn't have the season anybody expected. 
but I think there is nuance there with an ankle injury early on and then another injury <laughs> later, uh, which you could also just be worried about because he's a 27 year old running back with two injuries like that in one year. But yeah, I think they try to keep him. Maybe it's an, a restructure. I feel like he might know he's a cut candidate. And because of that, you can give him less money because he's probably not going to hit $13 million on the open market. I know he has a market. I don't think he hits that much. So maybe you can get it down to like what around what a fair deal would be. And he stays in Cincinnati. I think he wants to stay in Cincinnati. And um, yeah, I mean, he's one of the leaders of the team. That's why I don't think they just straight up cut him. I think they're going to try to work something out. But I could also see it. I could also see them being a little bit ruthless there and cutting him and just drafting somebody to save money. And that's where I think you, I, I, I almost trust them a little bit when it comes to maybe it is somebody you draft and pick up, or I, I just don't see this team signing a free agent outside of if they can find Samaje P Ryan for cheap to bring back. I don't yeah. see them kind of making a big splash in the running back room. No teams really ever do that anymore. And I don't blame them, especially if they're like, we're going to move on from Joe Mixon and want to just keep him at that point. Um, I just wonder if we see something different and I don't want to criticize the front office because they've done a lot lot of things different over the last three years just restructuring contracts isn't something that i see them do but maybe this is a different year for that when you are getting your extension with joe burrow said and you are thinking about some other players that you plan on extending um we talked about it on sunday's podcast i feel von bell hayden hurst um we mentioned samaj p ryan are going to be some of the guys that they bring back and who knows if eli apple is a cornerback that they bring back for depth if he's okay being i would say a backup cornerback he was trending that way already. They were going to start Cam Taylor Britter room before Nanouzier got hurt, and so they were starting tandem all year. I am okay with the idea of bringing Eli Apple back because, much like Samaj P. Ryan, what's the market? <laughs> I don't. It seems like nobody else likes Eli Apple as a person. Like at least with P. Ryan, they're probably like, well, I mean, you know, he seems like a good dude. <laughs> like, I don't want the headache, and he's not. They don't like, uh, you know, whatever. I think he comes with a little, you know, a little bit of bust stink from his early days but he's been fine in Cincinnati I'm perfectly fine keeping him I think he would be a great fourth corner uh maybe you even draft somebody and now you've got two guys there but I don't know I feel like I feel like I'd I'd try at least a little bit to bring Eli Apple back I wouldn't I wouldn't try my hardest but <laughs> you know like I'm not I'm not giving him you know like more than five million a year i think like i'd probably do less than that especially if he's gonna be a backup you can but eli apple swap appear on two guys that i think you can go like yeah go ahead and test free agency here's our offer and mm-hmm. uh you go ahead and test free agency and if you can find someone better that's fine but if you can't this is a home yeah i i do i think he's going to be one you bring back on a pretty easy contract you- the only one I could think of with Eli Apple having a market is if Louie Anarumo gets a head coaching job somewhere because he likes him. So if he gets that Arizona job, does does he bring Apple with him to Arizona? Because they don't really have great outside corners. He'd probably start. 
he would. I mean, it's you look in this league and there's some bad secondaries out there. And when it comes to the cornerback room, Lopchito is going to be coming back off his injury. Yes, he did have his ACL tear in October. So maybe he's had plenty of time to rehab. Those are whole different ball games um, in the NFL now, especially if it happens kind of in the midway point of the season. You get Cam Taylor Britt out there, who I'm just pumped about. I listened to Cam Taylor Britt today on uh, the K Adams podcast. And the things that that guy is just, he's, he's hilarious and funny. He's trash and digs. I hope he's able to back this up because that maybe the Eli Apple mentorship isn't perfect. <laughs> maybe Stephon Diggs said something on the field that we just don't know about because both of them. So this is stupid, but I did hear on, um, I don't remember if it was Pat McAfee or what Luan Rumo did a, an interview somewhere. And he did basically say something like, yeah, we try to find somebody that we think won't like it when we get physical and, you know, say some stuff to them, try to throw them off their game. So I'm wondering if that's what they meant is they tried to say some stuff to Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs probably reacted and now they don't like each other. Corners and wide receivers, I don't know if any of them really like each other that much other than Trevon and Stefan Diggs because they're brothers. That's it. That's all you got. I mean, <laughs> you think back to when like Jalen Ramsey would talk about anybody, it was just like they're all garbage. Richard Sherman, the famous one, <laughs> sorry yeah. receiver. No, I, I agree with you. I kind of like it. I know other teams the way they feel about Eli Apple, but I feel like he just fits here. It's just, it's his home. Um, I, I don't know where else he would go. As you mentioned, if Lou Anarumo is somewhere else, if he goes to Arizona and gets the job, that's probably his uh, next spot for Eli Apple. Depending on. Do you want to quickly talk about Anarumo and the other guy? Looks? We haven't really talked about it. We haven't. Louis I took my victory lap too early about not thinking they would get many interviews. So we're down to two job openings right now, and yep. it is the Arizona Cardinals and the Indianapolis Colts. And I would much rather be the Colts head coach. Continue. Oh, 100%. Why would you want to <laughs> <laughs> Look at Arizona. I'm just like, this is a disaster. <laughs> I mean, that's a mess, and I feel bad for Kyler Murray. Like, this guy is like, I, I'm going to take my time coming back I, from this country. I would have rather gone to Arizona than Denver. Yes. Good luck, Sean Payton. That whole thing is a question mark to waste that many picks when you waste I mean, first, picks. <laughs> when you waste first round and second round picks on someone who's never going to even step on the field. That just is. He's got to be Andy Reid when he steps on the field, though. Like when he steps on the outside of the field, <laughs> he's got to be like be able to construct an offense out of a box of scraps in a cave. Well, I saw something today, and they're like, if he can't fix Russell Wilson, nobody can. And I just don't have that much faith in Sean Payton. Look, I could be completely wrong, and maybe I... he can turn it around. I don't have faith in Russell Wilson. No, not at all. But the thing is, here we are again. The AFC West, all the Chargers, they showed they can make the playoffs being injured. I don't, here we are. I don't think they're going to hype up the AFC West this year. You I think they learned their lesson. You, you can hype up the Chargers. Sure, why not? Yeah. They made the playoffs. Sure. But they'll always get in their own way, I feel like, at the end of the day. Um, I, I just, yeah, you you can't. I mean, honestly, you can't tell the Chiefs right now. They are the defending. They're going to be the AFC champs right now. So yes. I think, but yes. The two I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
Luana Rumo did have the interview that happened really quickly after the loss. He's got his second interview too, doesn't he? Or no, just one? Uh, that is actually Brian Callahan, who's on his okay. second interview. Just Callahan has a second mm-hmm. interview. Callahan has two interviews with the Colts, and Peyton Manning likes him. This is uh, orange-level danger zone, I think, with him. They could. That's a real, very realistic hire, I think. But I think it's telling inside the Bengals organization where they could have had a feeling when Dan Pitcher had his interview with the Tampa Bay Bucks that like, hey, look, we want our OC to be someone who's already been working with Joe Burrow and helping when it comes to calling the plays. And Dan Pitcher's a big part of that. I thought he would be the internal hire to be the OC. And if they have the reports of Ian Rappaport did say it before the playoff game that they gave him a lucrative extension. And that was probably more of a conversation like, look, Brian's probably out the door. He has a second interview with the Colts it, after the it could, it could even be if not this year he's probably gone next year so mm-hmm. you are going to be the office do you want to be the office coordinator in Tampa or do you want to be the office coordinator in Cincinnati in a year or two I don't know that's basically what I think that whole thing yeah. came down to well uh, it's an easy decision if you're Dan Pitcher you're like oh Joe Burrow to I don't really know what's going to happen in Tampa 100% I'd rather play that play it safe and, and stay in Cincinnati but I think when you are choosing between the two your OC and your DC. I'm again selfish on this. Love Brian Callahan to say he is a huge part of you know the development of Joe Burrow in this offense. But if I had to choose, please bring Lou Anarumo back. At least let us have one more year and run it back with Lou Anarumo. And I think it's the more likely one too to stay. I think that one's threat level yellow. <laughs> Thinking all the threat levels. Red's bad. Red's very bad. I think Brian Callahan is nearing red, <laughs> uh, but he's orange still to me. Lewin was yellow, just like a curious, like, oh, okay. I mean, yeah. I guess I could see it. I don't think they will, but I, I could see it. It's not impossible. Um, and that's the only that's the only one with him. So Callahan, I think that he just has indie connections. Like he didn't coach in Indianapolis, but he coached in Denver with Peyton Manning and Peyton Manning likes him a lot. And Peyton Manning has a lot of say in that organization still. And then we probably want to go over the other Troy Walters, wide receiver coach, had an interview with the Texans to be their offensive coordinator, which is funny to me because that's probably my backup choice for uh, the in-house Bengals <laughs> offensive coordinator job. Um, yeah, that's uh, – if they lo- I don't think they will, but, like, man, if they lost all those guys, that's a huge brain drain in one offseason. That's a lot. That's a lot. I, I think Brian Callahan feels like the more likely one to leave. I do. I, I, I 100% see that happening. It's the second interview. You're getting the second interview. It's thing. a wide net too, though. Like the Colts have interviewed a lot of guys more than once. Yeah. So this isn't like uh he's down to like two options. It's Brian Callahan or some dude. <laughs> I haven't paid attention. I just know that I see every name that's available connected to the Colts. The Colts are going to be one of those teams that just waits until the very last minute out of all of them. They're just going to be like, you know what? We've had, we, we had an early start. We had Jeff Saturday. They interviewed Jeff Saturday twice for this head coaching he's job. Get a third one. I think he just I likes, mean, hang, I think Ursay just likes to hang out with them. He's just like, this is going to be an official interview. And then they just pop open a bottle of whiskey and hang out. I, I was like, I'm rooting for it. Yeah. Please make Jeff Saturday your head coach. That would be absolutely amazing. Uh, but yeah, I, I think, you know, we've said it before. This is, this is good news when your offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator are getting these interviews. It means your team is playing really well. Um, I do think there's a lot of good internal assistance inside the Bengals organization. It does make you think if that happens with Brian, Brian Callahan and you move Dan Pitcher to the OC, who the quarterback coach is, who you pull up, pull off from the outside, what that's going to look like. Cause it's an extremely important hire for your franchise 
franchise quarterback. So those conversations we could be having in a week or two or maybe even tomorrow because it's been pretty head coach heavy hires over the last few days. But yeah, I think Troy Walters is one that this wide receiver group absolutely adores and loves. One of the things about Troy, I remember during the Super Bowl pregame, he was out running routes with the group, just kind of they're all getting loose out there. And um, I truly think he is another important part of this offense when you think of these weapons. Yes, when you have Tyler Boyd and you have Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, it's pretty nice uh, for, for a coach, but, um, you know, hoping he could stay. But again, he's going to get a promotion if he goes to the Texans and it is well deserved for him. So I do. I think out of all of them, I think Lou's going to come back and that would just be absolutely huge for this team to bring him back because you're still not losing a lot of guys on the defensive side of the ball. And I'm not trying to, you know, talk about the impact of Jesse Bates because he's huge on and off the field for this defense, but it's it's not terrible. Yeah. Um, Lou Anarumo is the type that can uh, build a great defense with a box of scraps in a cave. So I would like to bring him back because I think he gets the most out of those guys. If Brian Callahan gets this job in Indianapolis, do you think he takes somebody like Walters with him? Do you think that's a big possibility? Because I feel like he has a lot of connections, I think. But I wouldn't be surprised if he brought Walters as his offensive coordinator, like the Bengals promote pitcher, but then they need to fill a quarterback and wide receiver coach. No, that's a really good point. You work that closely with this offense and, you know, maybe, maybe that is, you know, behind the scenes connection for the two of them, the OC and the wide receiver coach. So yeah, maybe that's a possibility. We'll see. I feel like these, after the last few weeks, the hiring has gone uh, pretty quickly because the postseason is dying down and I feel like it's all going to be wrapped up soon. I want it to be wrapped up soon. I want to focus on free agency, the NFL draft, kind of more of those moves. The senior bowl is really huge for this, uh, this team. They, they've really been able to find, you know, a few good guys in, in those games. So, you know, what happens there, who they see when it comes to talent, I can't believe I'm excited about the draft talk. I can't believe I even just said that. Sorry. I apologize in advance. It's a long time. It is. It's in April, right? Is it April or first week of May this year? I'm I'm saying April, and uh, I will check that for you. We'll stick to it. We'll stick to April. We'll stick to April when the NFL draft is is coming up. But that's where we're at now. Honestly, I feel like there's still you know extremely important decisions. We've talked about all the contracts, possibilities that can happen. I still feel like they're going to be pretty active. April, April draft. Um, maybe. <laughs> Maybe they do make a splash. And I just, I mean, yeah, I, I could see it happening. I think maybe it's more on the defensive side. And the thing about the NFL draft is you just got to hit a few of those positions when it comes to the future because, you know, they're not going to be able to pay everyone. But on this podcast, you heard it here first. We feel good about the T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Joe Burrow, and then figure the rest out. I'll be pretty upset if they don't resign Higgins, which is the one that is the big possibility there. I just do think that you can – you can raise the floor and ceiling of an offense so much. I guess I've been wide receiver pilled about you get those two dudes and it's just astronomical production. And you will never, I don't think you'll ever have a bad offense. Like at worst, you'll always be pretty good. And at best you'll be what they are now, like top five, three, somewhere in there. Number one and five in the wide receiver room. I love everything about T. Higgins changing into number five next year. That's going to look – I don't know why the number change is going to make him look even better than he already is. I like the 85, but I also do think the 85 is a little bit weird. But I forward forever, so it's yeah. like it's kind of almost a legacy number. Um, it's kind of cool to have that for a little bit. 
Yeah, he's going to be his own guy, number five out there. Uh, but plenty of stuff. Again, we're going to be podcasting two times a week. We'll have a mailbag later this week. We'll put it out on Twitter. You can follow Mike Santagata, Bengals underscore stance at LNDS Patterson. You said you're taking the week off when it comes to writing, but next week you are back. What do you think is going to be up there next week? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, That's no okay. clue. Crazy things could happen by this time next week. So who knows? It feels too early. Like the next logical step in my mind is to just start writing draft reports. And then I'm like, it feels too early. It feels too early. Like nobody wants to read those right now. So what do I write about? I don't know. We'll we'll see. Might even have to take another week off just so I feel okay when I finally start writing things. If I figure something out, hey, at Bengals underscore Sands, you got an idea for me? Let me know. And I could possibly do that. But as of this moment, I am very much in a... No, that's fine. I think a lot of Bengals fans just need about another week and then they'll be back to normal and all in off-season mode. But as always, thank you for listening to It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.